welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. I hope all of you are having a fantastic day. Today's going to be a fun episode as we talk about some recent TV shows. Joining me today on the podcast is Eric, the casual gamer. I don't remember the last time he was on. I think it was actually the New Year's episode. But uh, Eric, welcome back to the show. And uh, how are you doing today, everybody? <laughs> you do- I can't even talk because you just did that with your mouth. <laughs> you know, this might go on YouTube, so people are going to see that. <laughs> Whoops. So how are you doing, uh, Eric? I'm doing very well, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to do this podcast and just talk about some good TV shows. Well, good enough. Well, I feel like we've been talking about it between the two of us without doing the podcast. So, um, so yeah, I'm ready to talk about it, but I feel like you and I are pretty much on the same page with both of these. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, we'll definitely have different opinions than probably some of the main, uh, the, the main fans of these shows. Um, But real quick, there's a volume dial on your microphone. Turn it down a bit. You're too loud. Talk. Talk. Just uh, Uh, yeah, Boba Fett's really good. I'm playing games. (laughs) That's the sentence you came up with. Just a quick. Just uh, I love you. Okay, cool. Uh, It's just a little loud, but it's all right. It's all right. I can step back. I think so. Yes, that's fine. All right. So the first show I want to talk about today is the book of Boba Fett, also made by Dave Filoni and John Favreau, the current Star Wars geniuses. Thankfully, they're making content. Uh, you know, we were both excited for this show because Mandalorian season two ended on such a good high and they're really uh, making people love the franchise again. Um, you know, and then it ends with him killing Bib Fortuna and sitting on the throne with Fennec Shan. And uh, the show takes place from that. Um, you know, were you excited about the show, you know, with trailers and whatnot? I was Brandon. I was cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Because um, uh, the Mandalorian is very good. It's very good at what it does, you know, for the show that it is. And I was excited when they brought in Boba Fett to the Mandalorian, because obviously they kind of, come from each other if you will um or well you know mandalorian uh comes from both uh, technically or however you want to look at it but um so i was a little skeptical on what exactly boba fett and the story would be but um i think it was it uh hit my expectations i don't want to say it you know overdid i think it was what it needed to be but yeah i agree with you john favreau dave filoni coming back, doing this, taking the reins on it definitely was a good thing because, you know, I don't know if anybody else would really be able to do what they did with this. So definitely happy that they were there to do it. Yeah, no, I I definitely would say like it, it hit any kind of expectations I could have had. Um, You know, I think, uh, you know, I think it's a great show and, you know, I, I think all the flashbacks are great. Uh, it, the show definitely made us like Tuscan Raiders and kind of really respect and understand them a lot more as characters in the franchise. You know, I think George Lucas just kind of wanted them to be mysterious back in the day, but I don't think every single thing should be left to mystery and the imagination. I think it is cool to flesh some things out. So like the Tuscan Raiders as a group of people, they're clearly a lot more, um, a lot less barbaric than they're portrayed to be. And I think it's really cool to see um, Boba Fett earn their respect. All the flashbacks were cool. Um, you know, the scene where he finally gets his slave one and then he goes back to the Sarlacc pit to look for his armor. 
it's kind of a goofy scene, but it's also like really badass because Slave One, what it can do, um, you know, with the way the ship's, you know, crafted, you know, it can do all these sorts of maneuvers. And then, you know, uh, when Finnick Shan uh, hit the bomb, <clears throat> you know, hit the bomb lever and then like it does the bomb, the sonic bomb from the, you know, the prequel trilogy. I was like, oh my God. Uh, there's a lot of cool moments in this show. I mean, we got cameos. We got Luke, Grogu, and Ahsoka coming back. Uh, we have Cobb Vanth, you know, Timothy Oliphant. Cad Bane later in the show, uh, his first live action presence. Uh, massive character from the Clone Wars animated series. Uh, very uh, fan favorite, <clears throat> actually. Um, just uh, just a lot going on here, you know, with uh, Black Chrysanthemum as well. And then the uh, the, the Hut twins. Um, just Just a lot of cool stuff that happened in this show um i think it's actually interesting i really enjoyed like the first three episodes and but a lot of people didn't because they felt like it was too slow that he wasn't um hardcore enough you know um you know it's really funny the, sh the show kind of starts by showing fans what they've been predicting or or um um you know imagining for the last 30 years of him getting out of the sarlacc pit you know, it's almost like that could have just been a short and it ended it right there. And like, you didn't even need a whole series, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so that was pretty sweet. Um, and let's see what else. Sorry. I blanked because my phone's ringing and it's uh, almost nine. It's usually odd. Booty call, um, bro. Booty call. It's the oh. IRS. We're coming for you. And there you go. Well, I think, you know, you touched on a couple things. I think uh, it takes a show like this to you know spread out over you know seven hours and um do something like that with the tuscan raiders where you know you say george lucas didn't really do it well he really didn't have time technically right, right. you know because we're not that's not the main story those are just side characters that obi you know from the original trilogy that obi-wan knows and talks about and it's they're the sand people and this and that but yeah i agree with you it's it was really nice to see something kind of um fleshed out with them um i definitely enjoyed i didn't know what to sweat what to expect i pulled a brain and i was cautiously optimistic episode one definitely kind of was like a kick in the nard you know kick in the dick kind of um because it, they did exactly what we would have wanted to do you know like you said that he's he, there's his hand he sh gets out of the sand he's in the sarlacc pit or you know gets out of the sarlacc pit i mean that whole scene um, was fucking cool. Um, definitely was exactly what we would have wanted and what we thought of, you know, it's kind of crazy too. If you really think about it um, from episode, I guess, five and six, I was going to say two and three, but five and six, I mean, he's barely in star Wars, the movies, the original trilogy. And for someone uh, character be, to be such a fan favorite and finally over what, you know, 20, 30 years get it. No, it's more than that. 40, 40 it's years? 40 years, actually. Yeah, 40 years. 30, that's 40. Yeah, get, and finally get a show that does that is very cool. Um, you know, I saw some stuff on, um, you know, Instagram where the, I don't know if you remember this, but Patton Oswald does like a filibuster in Parks and Rec. And he literally, I think we talked about it, but he yeah, literally yeah. was like, yeah. So that was really cool um, that he, basically what happened was what he had said would happen. So I think that the first episode definitely, you know, starts off on the, the best foot it could, um, giving us fans. And I mean, you and I, are, I, I mean, I'm more of a casual fan, but 
even then, you know, still gave me exactly what I wanted. And I can imagine how like die hard star Wars fans would have felt with that. Um, so yeah, I was very excited about that after the first episode, I liked the first three episodes. I thought that they did what they needed to, um, the show from beginning to end was exactly what I thought it, it started out to be. And then ended, you know, how I thought it would sort of in like, you know, there's a giant battle. Everybody's still there. Everybody's kind of battling. Everybody's under Boba Fett type thing. And and he's just trying to be the leader that he, you know, wants to be. Um, I, I actually grew a little bit fonder of, well, I guess they didn't give her much time, but I, I grew a little fonder of Finnick Shand. Was it Finnick Shand? Shand, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I do like Ming-Na Wen, so as an actress. Uh, um, so that's cool. And then um, I'm kind of indifferent on like, I mean, I liked it, but then I was like, well, it's, it's called the Book of Boba Fett. Like this should have been, a, I feel like maybe it could have been a little bit more on um the boba fett kind of side if you will because you know you had one whole episode that was just mando which i'm okay with it's called the book of boba fett the episode for that was really good you know we talked about that one as well um but i just that was one thing where i was kind of like you know like yeah they're keeping it kind of avengers type i guess if you will where everybody's um you know in the same universe and all that stuff which is very cool. And, you know, like you said, Grogu's there, Luke, Ahsoka. Um, But I kind of felt like maybe they kind of, I felt like it was a little too much. What do you think? No. Uh, No? I I think they called it the Book of Boba Fett because in books they veer off from the main character all the time and tell side stories uh, that all come together to tell the main story. And I think that's actually an issue I have with, like, I feel like my judgment on a show or like, you know, cause we talk about some bands, you know, outside the podcast and how like, I don't like them. Cause I thought the fan base was annoying. It's actually the same thing here with the show. I think like the fan base is kind of annoying as shit in some instances. I mean, obviously if it, you know, if it's not logical for a character to do this, that's, that is very different, but you think about everything that Boba Fett went through from a kid who's technically a clone, but he just wasn't, he didn't have like the eight, the fast aging, you know, gene in him. So he did actually grow up as a normal person, but he is still a clone. He saw his dad die. He's been all over the place. He's a bounty hunter. He's murdered countless people. He was trapped in the Sarlacc pit for God knows how long. And then he got out of that to meeting the Tusken Raiders and kind of gaining yet another perspective on life. I mean, the dude's like, he's older than us. He's older than, you know, our oldest brother. Like he's probably in his late forties at this time, maybe early fifties. His character is old as shit, you know, like your perspective on life changes. Like he's not going to just be a, a ruthless asshole forever. And I, I, to a degree, I kind of think it's annoying that fans want that, but, but in their, in their defense, he keeps calling himself a crime Lord. You know, a lot of crime Lords are still pretty damn ruthless. So, you know, it's kind of, um, yeah, it's kind of a tough one to teeter totter, I guess. Um, you know, it's, to me, I like the the route Boba Fett went. Everything they did in this show was enough for me to never see him get his own show again. And I don't mean that in any disrespect towards the actors or even the writers, just everybody on the creative team. I just think that they accomplished what they needed to do. They gave fans a taste of what Boba Fett's up to in his own life and at this current timeline. 
and they showed what happened to him getting out of Sarlacc pit. That's it. That's all we needed. Like we really don't need more than that with this character. It is funny that he is like one of the most popular characters in Star Wars, but he never did shit in the original trilogy besides maybe Empire Strikes Back because that's obviously on uh, Bespin where they're in Cloud City and that's where he, you know, uh, puts on Solo and Carbonite. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot more there, sure. But he isn't like Anakin or Obi-Wan or hell, even Cad Bane, you know, because the animated series had way more fucking content than Boba Fett. I just think, uh, I think they delivered on telling a good story for what this character is up to while Mandalorian is doing his thing. However, you know, um, talking about how, it, you know, it's a book, right? So there, you will see different stories that have nothing to do with Boba Fett. Well, the Mandalorian's episode was my favorite. It's sick as shit all around. It's easily the best episode. Um, everything about that episode is incredible with the, the, the dark saber and just, you know, him getting uh, shunned from the, the two last Mandalorians of his um, um of his group and just everything that he has to go through, uh, you know, to Grogu. And then he gets the Naboo Starfighter. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't see that coming. Um, like, holy shit. That's so fucking cool. Like I just, cause that's the thing about star Wars is, you know, we were spoiled with the prequels because, you know, with, with, um, with advances in our technology, we're able to make the prequels look really nice, but it's kind of funny when the, the original trilogy actually is in even farther future of the prequel trilogy, but everything looks like shit. So it's like kind of weird to see where we're at now, but yeah. then you get the clone war stuff and it all looks nice again. Right. It's um, it's just kind of funny. And then he goes through the old pod racing uh, course, you know, he goes off the same jump Anakin did and you can see the gate broken down. I, uh, the show isn't perfect by any means. Um, you know, I definitely hope they only do this season and maybe just leave it at that for now. Maybe do a movie later on. Uh, but I think the show adds a lot of backstory and a lot of details <clears throat> that a lot of hardcore fans should be able to appreciate. Um, obviously, things could always be done better or more could have been done. No question about it, especially with Boba Fett himself. I totally understand still uh, book a Boba Fett or not. It's still his show. And I know people want to see a little bit more. Um, you know, I thought the mod gang really ruined um, the atmosphere of the show. And I just feel like they had no place in this sci-fi Western, right? I mean, we're talking about like cyberpunk type shit, steampunk type shit. And a part of Star Wars is based off steampunk type, you know, elements. But I just feel like these characters just, they just, they look so out of place and they have their fucking bright colored Vespas that aren't even going fast. And then in the season finale, when Finnick Shan's getting on her speeder bike, she instantly is gone. And it's like, all right, well, like why do they have these stupid speeder bikes and then the guy does a weird spin in the season finale that i just can't stop thinking about because it's so stupid like why the fuck did he do a spin Um, yeah i i wasn't when that when they first appeared i wasn't like oh shit these are like the whatever but then when you when you and i talked about it i was like "Mm, i guess they kind of were kind of dorky if you will or unnecessary yeah um but whatever, I guess they needed soldiers or whatever. And, you know, like you said, um, Boba Fett was doing his, his best to be a crime Lord or however you want to look at it. And, um, and needed some people on his side. So, you know, like he says, he's put them to work this and that, but yeah, I, I agree with you after we talked, after you brought it up and I was like, yeah, they kind of were a little goofy. Um, 
and like I brought up to you, like, I don't like, I don't know, I guess for me, even if they were in it, like, why did all the speeder bikes have to be different colors? Like, I don't know. They could have all been like black or whatever, silver, gunmetal gray, whatever. Now, Mando getting the, the Naboo Stife Rider, that shit was badass. That was really, really cool. Um, and then you had to have known that, especially once they show Grogu in one of uh, that same episode, I think, or maybe it was an episode after, um, the little uh, space where R2-D2 or uh, droid supposed to be, yeah. it had a little dome over it. It was like, okay, well, yeah, it's got to be for... <laughs> for Grogu. So that was cool. Um, It had some really good stuff. I mean, I guess, like you said, one of the best things is probably just that it intertwines so many different, you know, story arcs and movies and shows and kind of keeps everybody um, on the same path, you know? So, but I, I think I, I think I could agree with what you said too, is like, you know, do they really need to do another, um, you know, book of Boba Fett season. I don't think so. I think, I think even if this is a standalone thing, I think it was good enough to be that. And, um, and then keep, and then bring in Mando and all that and uh, Grogu and all the story arcs for them and, and continue doing Mandalorian because I think Mandalorian is definitely better. Um, but um, I mean, if they do another season, of course we'll watch it, but I don't think they even need to. I mean, Boba Fett can be in the next season for Mando. They could be doing whatever they got to do. And I'm sure it'll be a good story because Dave Filoni um, and Favreau. So we'll see what happens. But um, as far as a single standalone season, I think I think they did pretty good. You know, I'd like to talk to you about uh, the season finale because I, I think that there's a lot to talk about in that. Yeah, I think that should be like the bulk of the, the rest of the Boba Fett conversation. But before we jump into that, there's a couple of things we think we have to bring up before we move on to that. Um, the BD droid, you know, being the BD droid mm. from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That was fucking amazing. That cameo, those kind of cameos intertwining the current uh, media across the board is is something I'm all about. Like, like let's do it. I think uh, Cameron Monaghan coming back as Cal Kestis would be cool. I think that'd be badass. He will be really old by this time, but that doesn't mean he isn't even wiser and really, really just off to something. But I think the reason why they didn't bring him in is because they probably want to finish it. I in order Two, which they've already confirmed to be working on. And maybe flesh out the rest of that story before we show him in that older time, you know, older part of the timeline. Because Jedi Fallen Order takes place before episode four. So he's going to be pretty old by the time we get to Mandalorian, mm-hmm. if, if he's still alive. Um, the other thing we can talk about is Luke and Ahsoka. So, you know, Luke training, you know, building his Jedi Academy. It was kind of a bittersweet moment for me. Um, the whole training scene was a, like a carbon copy of Dagobah, but it's him training Go- Grogu. And uh, it's just cool to see Luke as like a Jedi master. But the only thing that really sucked for me personally, and I know this is like incredibly wishful thinking and it's just not going to happen, but I really want them to retcon the sequel trilogy. And they're just clearly going down that path where Luke is still just going to become some little bitch of a hermit and just just go completely off character because it's just not who he would be. He wouldn't give up if uh, a student failed and killed his others. I don't know. It's just 
I really, really, I tried, guys. I tried, but the sequel trilogy shit. It just, it just, honestly, it ruined a lot of like fans' respect for the franchise. And I would like to just see us ignore it and kind of move forward. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like you can literally chalk it up to like, yeah, this is like a timeline. Like, what if Ben Solo killed the students? And there you go. Now we created a second timeline. You know, like do what the Halo TV show is doing. Just make something up. You know, or or if fucking Marvel cinematic. I was gonna say, pull, yeah. Different no, timeline. Now anything's possible. It's just um, this show confirms that they're not going down that route, at least not right now. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know. I'm just a little butthurt about it because I'd like to see, you know, a, a future Jedi order, you know, but uh, we, we probably won't get that. Ahsoka is always cool. Um, I think the other issue I had is like, I just feel like Luke being who he is kind of going against the original Jedi way to overcome and overthrow his father and Palpatine with his dad, you know, like, cause he went back for his dad. He didn't cut ties to that love. Like he's his father. He couldn't let his father go, even though he was at the dark side, you know, which you're supposed to like, he's telling Grogu, you got to cut ties with the Mandalorian. It's like, well, you, you went and tried to make things work with your dad who's murdered millions, who knows. Right. So it's like kind of annoying how much he's pushing Grogu to forget mando when if he embraces his love for you know mando but also embraces his new life you know and relearning what he clearly did at the jedi temple you know i just feel like he could be even more powerful and then you know the flashback scene at the jedi temple too you know we never even saw like who saved him so we're probably gonna have to wait till obi-wan um maybe i don't know how that's gonna all work out and uh you know, uh, Boba Fett getting a rank rancor with uh, Danny Trejo as the fucking master is uh, pretty cool. And I think that's it. I think that's all the extra stuff we have to talk about before we get to the finale. Um, we've pretty much talked about everything. Um, <clears throat> real quick, you brought it up in the pre-show. The other cool thing about this uh, episode, uh, series was like the classic Western trope. Um, instead of horseback, they're on speeder bikes, but they're taking over a train. You know, that scene was cool as shit um yeah you know i think we pretty much talked about you know the the bulk of it really oh we forgot to talk about the halo ring that was cool oh yeah (laughs) yeah it looked exactly like a halo ring yeah i was like okay cool showing respect because you know halo took a ton of inspiration from star wars um so uh the finale before i i'll just let you go on it eric because i just think it's whatever yeah, I just, I don't know if we really had a great conversation about it. I thought that, uh, honestly, I thought some of the parts were kind of corny. Um, definitely thought that some of the, I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's, I don't know. I guess I thought I, I would, would, have, would have wanted a little bit more. Tactical? Maybe, yeah. Like, hey, guys, let's fight in the open. Because that's a good idea. Well, no one hang on, hang on. Let's pull the Scooby-Doo and split up first, and then we're all going to get screwed over and have to come back together. Um, I feel like there's got to be... It's 2022, man. There's got to be more... Well, 2021 when they filmed it, maybe. But, you know, there's got to be more to a story than just like that. I mean, I, you know, maybe let's go back to, like, the World War One and Two age, and let's just... Everybody's here and everybody's there. Let's go at it. Or yeah, something. I don't know anything because, like, even Black Chrysanthemum about like getting taken down by a bunch of reptiles right. from Mortal Kombat. I'm like, I was a little irritated by that too. I was like pissed. A, yeah, like he's supposed to be the big badass, and he looked 
fucking legit. No, they they translated they nailed that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And um, and I was like, I, and I while we're watch, while I was watching, I was like, oh no, he's gonna be fine. He's just gonna. But then he gets, you know, he's knocked. Out. I mean, I don't know. I guess that that, that was one thing about the series finale. That I was kind of just like irritated with and then and then the droids show up and i was like oh. yeah the, ter- the terminator droids so. the terminator droids show up and and then and then the cheesiest part which is boba fett riding the rancor and i'm like dude you didn't like you didn't like no that? not at all i mean if he was like controlling it somehow or like giving it orders and it was doing what he wanted because that's his rancor then great but riding it and I don't know, man. It was just kind of cheesy to me. Climbing on the buildings, it looked like fucking uh, King Kong. Like, dude, that was the one thing about that. I just was, nah, I wasn't too into it. Um, you know, and of course, you know, they, again, the trope that's in freaking every show almost like this. Like, oh, yeah, we need your help. Yeah, but we can't do it. We can't do it. Oh, we need help. Here they come. <laughs> like you already knew they were going to do it. Why do it that way? I would be, I would give it a little bit more respect or whatever, if you will. If they were like, yep, let's go help them. You know, <laughs> um, we didn't really touch on it either. Uh, and I believe he was only in the last two episodes, but, and I don't know shit about him, but Cad Bane was fucking cool. He looked great. The, um, aesthetics to the costume and the, the movement of the mouth was freaking awesome his voice was awesome um he was just kind of a badass so i hope maybe he comes back he's some... definitely not dead he's not dead. okay yeah um i definitely liked cad bane i want to learn a little bit more about him i i didn't know anything about him so but yeah i mean the season finale was definitely kind of meh well, the thing about the season finale is not only is it, in my opinion, underwhelming as well. The the problem is Fennec Shan kills all the leaders, so it's not even Boba Fett. They have Terminator droids, which he could have called his slave one, which he can use his arm pad to bring it. Why don't you just call your fucking ship that you just had in a fucking Sarlacc's mouth and just destroy the droids real quick? But they were even lined up, too, when they were chasing them after the garrison showed up from Cobb's <laughs> village, uh, Freetown. They were lined up to he could have they could have done like a roaming shot, you know, yeah, down the corridor, like like an airstrike, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, and then I mean, I know they got to make a show and they gotta they gotta make it last an hour, but but I agree with you, like, come on, dude. And it's Robert Rodriguez, like, I know it's not an incredibly popular film, but Predators is pretty fucking cool, and I just feel like. You know, the action scenes he did in that with those characters were actually pretty good for, for the fights, right? And it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing here with these droids? The droids look so out of place for Star Wars as well. They just didn't look good. And I thought it was like kind of cool, but also stupid. You know, uh, what the droids reminded me of was freaking prequel one when um, Qui-Gon and yeah, the yeah, 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 just bigger ones. Like, <sighs> And of and course, like, they have a shield and they well, can't get into it. That's the thing is like, how is the dark saber not going to go through the shield? It's a fucking dark saber, bro. I, I, it's a lightsaber. Um, the Rancor, it's cheesy as fuck, but I actually really thought it was cool at the same time. You did so like it? Yeah, I'm going to let that slide. Well, you <laughs> like Godzilla. I know. Well, I mean, it was just cool. He said he was going to do it and he fucking did it. He's like, I'm going to ride this motherfucker. And like, well, he's oh, like, shit. yeah. Uh, he's like, oh yeah, bro. Like, I'm looking at a picture you. on it. I'm looking at a picture of it right here on my <laughs> stupid screen. I'm like, really? This is stupid. And his chains are attached to the nostril ring. Like, get out of here, dude. Yeah. Um, 
Grogu helping out was cool. Um, you know, the fight with Cad Bane actually was it was underwhelming to a degree mm-hmm. because people know mm-hmm. what Cad Bane can do from the shows. But him being, um, you know, taken down because of his, you know, his pogo stick. You know, I thought that was actually kind of cool. You know, you know, Cad Bane isn't going to expect him to know how to fight with that thing or like, he, you know, the way he does like Boba Fett didn't. He got his ass kicked, too. <clears throat> so I thought that part was fine. I, I just yeah, like the whole shootout was so fucking stupid. Why is there only like 25 people or like 15, 20 people helping Boba Fett? Like, I understand he's the new daimyo and people don't like him, but your your town's getting shot up like, you know, fucking help him out. Right. Right. Let's take a drink real quick. Um, the other thing too, which I were probably a little too premature on it, but I did want to ask you kind of what your thoughts were on the end after obviously the, the uh, finale and um, um, Cobb Vanth is in the uh, back to tank, back to tank. Thank you. You know, like, I'm I'm cool with that. Like I like Cobb Vanth. I like we <clears throat> we like yeah. Timothy Oliphant. So I, I hope that that's something. But realistically, what is it like? They're just showing that he didn't die, or yeah, they're just showing that he didn't die. But the is thing he getting is his that, own show? Or I feel like well, it, he to might be, get justified in space for sure. Justified in space. <laughs> I just felt like to be the um, the end credit scene was a little much. It's also underwhelming and useless. Right, right, right. I no, never thought he no, was dead. Anyways, right. I didn't either, but. I don't know. That was one thing too. Didn't, I mean, just didn't bother me at the time, but um, just thinking about it now, it's like, mm, like, yeah, it'd have been some di- something different, like anything. I mean, I would have, I would have preferred uh, an Obi-Wan um, trailer or something, something, anything, you know, because I, we talked about it again. Like I, I thought that maybe Obi-Wan would show up or no, no, no. Sorry. We talked about that. He's dead. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah 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 you're like oh we talked about you're it. like dude Obi- oh you're like obi-wan might show up like you know he's dead and then right? i started thinking about it and i was like oh shit he's dead my uh, bad you know mace windu could have showed up because i don't think he's dead um he ain't dead dude he shouldn't be dead it wouldn't make sense. i don't know uh i just thought the mod guy like the mod surgeon being there for cobb vanth in the back to tank i'm like dude the guy got shot in the shoulder what are you gonna take his arm off now or like mm. I'm like stop with these fucking i i just i don't like mods bro i i hate it, video games movies i am not about that shit you know people mm-hmm. cybernetics on humans i'm not cool with it i just i think it's fucking weird and creepy so i guess i just hate that shit no matter what it's probably why i haven't finished cyberpunk because you literally just mod yourself when you do upgrades and it's gross yeah. um um uh the other thing that was cool like a very very small detail but it shows like continue it continue i can't say it i can't say it but <laughs> it's not oh continuity thank you i'm like saying the wrong word brother <laughs> continuum because uh, then you uh when the jawas had the crate dragon skull on their um their sand crawler you don't remember that nope i mean i do remember that but i don't remember what it's from uh it's from Mandalorian uh, season two, episode one. Oh, okay. He kills the Kray Dragon and he takes Cobb Vance armor. Gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. Noob. Bro, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um honestly, Boba Fett's cool. You know, talking about it with you, it act, you know, this is why I, you know, I said last week on, on last week's episode, that's why doing the podcast is fun to really hear other people's opinions. And like when you just talk about it out loud sometimes with someone, you're like, all right, it's not that bad. And I don't think it is. I think it's 
I think it's a very decent show. I just think the Mandalorian is just hitting its marks so damn well that it's like, where do you really go from here? I mean, you think about the uh, season two finale of Mandalorian. It's honestly like one of my favorite uh, episodes in television. Like it's just so amazing. And, um, you know, who was helping, you know, who was going to come help them against the, you know, the shadow troopers. We didn't know. Obviously once he's, I, once I saw the X-Wing, I fucking knew it. I just, I couldn't believe it though. I, but I knew it. And, um, it was just, it was just so cool to see that. So like when you go from that on that set on such a high like that to Boba Fett, it's like, mm, well, this is what we get, I guess. What are you making faces for? No, I was trying to remember what you're talking about with the X-Wing. It was because well, Gina Carano is like, oh, it's beeping. And then the X-Wing flies by the ship when they're all in the command room. Man, you really don't remember shit. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> you fucking suck. My bad. I thought you were talking yeah. about when Grogu shows up with X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He comes to help, dude. <laughs> When Grogu shows up with an X-Wing, like, what's up, guys? I'm here. Oh, I thought maybe it was Luke, but it's just on autopilot. Grogu, you know, he, damn well, he can't see out the damn window. Yeah, R2-D2 is like, get the fuck out of here, you green yeah, shithead. Dude. He's my owner. My yeah. bad. I thought you were talking about that. <laughs> I was like, why is he looking at me all weird? <laughs> well, I was trying to remember, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then you're like, Gina Carano. I'm like, fucking, what the hell are you talking about? Like, she got canceled a year ago. Hey. <laughs> She's fine. She'll be back. Um, so yeah i mean I, I agree with you i think we're on the same page i think there was there was really great things about it uh but i think at the end of the day give me the mando i think that's where i land with it because yeah I, yeah i think even even with i don't know dude i was thinking about it too because you know there was that article with pedro pascal where he's like you know he was kind of irritated that they didn't want him to take the mask off and this and that with just his voice in the armor and the way that he is, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. This is hell yeah. But you know, like, he like came out like refuting that rumor, right? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I think I did see that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm just saying the Mandalorian is definitely where I want to be and, and what I want to watch, I guess is the bottom line. Book of Boba Fett was a great, you know, seven episode series that added in all these different uh salt and pepper and every you know sprinkled everything in and, and it was good for what it was but i really don't need an, another um season i mean and even then you know um they're gonna do mando and what boba fett and mando are homies so they're doing mando stuff and then they're not on tattooing or are you know i don't know i think like i like you said like let's just go with mando let's just do that and just take it from there i don't yeah, really need another yeah. boba fett season yeah, I'd rather see Din Djarin and Grogu go train. Yeah. I want to see Din Djarin get good with that lightsaber and actually maybe rule Mandalore and like maybe work on bringing that back to its former glory. Yeah, it's a, it's a long way for that, but I just think there's more to do than fucking Tatooine as well. Um, I'm just, right? Like, like, give me another. Yeah, give me another planet, dude. How many like, times have we been on Tatooine? We fucking live in a technical desert, so like I don't need to fucking watch a TV show about it too. Like, I already know what it's yeah. like. It sucks. I can tell you. There you go. Spoiler alert. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, Boba Fett's dope. Uh, Tamea Morrison is an incredible actor. I love him as the clone troopers, Django, Boba Fett. Like he's such a just a wonderful human being. He just seems like such a nice guy. And you know, um, Fennec Shan. I mean, everyone. Everyone's great. I, mean, I will say that just to, not to cut you off, but I will say that. Yeah, bringing in, I don't know, Tamora, 
Morrison. Um, that's great. Having him, I know he was in Mando season two, but having him be able to come back and do this and do that. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. That was just to keep it consistent. It's very cool. So maybe they will only do one because of his age. Maybe. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is like we have the Bad Batch guys, so we don't know what they're Mm. up to. We have Rex, who's one of the 501st that, you know, didn't. Damn, dude, uh, Rex from Toy Story? Yeah, fucking dinosaurs are out here just really doing their thing. Um, I'd like to see what they do. Um, I don't know. It it sucks to be a Star Wars fan like me because all I really want is like clone troopers and shit and Jedi and, shit, you know, lightsaber fights, but um i don't think i'll ever get that so i guess probably not i mean obi-wan and darth vader are supposed to fight again so we'll see how that god i hope that shows good i think it will be but i i I mean it's even mcgregor i just think he's such a talented dude i think it's going to be really good i think the route they need to go is fleshing out the jedi you know qui-gon jinn coming back and teaching him they could show us those teachings so there's still a lot that they can really wrap that show around and i I think there's a lot of potential so Mm mm-hmm yeah, so uh, Boba Fett's cool. Definitely check it out if you haven't yet. Um, now you already know what happens if you haven't yet. So whoops, I just thought about that. <laughs> Spoilers. Right yeah, honestly Boy, though, if you haven't watched it, you're not a good fan, so you can go fuck yourself. That's uh, true. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to the. Well, hang on. What are you gonna grade it, dude? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, honestly, still talking about it. I'm still gonna give it a seven out of ten for the whole season. You can give it seven. Uh, probably give it like six, six point five. I, I, I like I, I said, it wasn't. It wasn't horrible, but it it started really good and it ended kind of meh for me. People are like, "Oh, it's slow," but I'm like, "Yeah, but they're actually really building a really good story." And they're kind of exactly. like, they're they're you know filling in the blanks, and mm-hmm. then it just kind of mm-hmm. went all over the place. And even though I really do love the Mando episode, I think it came a little too late in the season. I don't know, or I don't fucking know. Mm. Oh well, but yeah, That's- I'll give it like a six, six and a half. Yeah. It's definitely worth a watch, especially if you're any form of Star Wars fan. Yeah, I there's think. so many. Yeah, there's just so many callbacks, mm-hmm. so many good moments. There's a lot of fun scenes, and obviously, character development's really nice in Star Wars right now if they do it right. And I feel like they are technically doing that part right. <clears throat> yeah, I think so, so too. I think that's the beauty of having these shows. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, that's the capability of it. You know, you get a two-hour movie, or you get a seven-hour series that you know has a couple episodes over two months so i agree i think bringing out some of these fleshing out some of these characters is great definitely agree with that so next up we're going to talk about peacemaker uh dc's latest live action tv show their their main one on hbo max is their first one on hbo max uh directed and created by uh, james gunn not directed every episode but he's the brainchild behind this no doubt uh, he did the recent Suicide Squad movie that came out last year, which um, was just just a fucking phenomenal movie. It was just such a such a good movie. I loved every moment of it, besides Rick Flag dying. Uh, it's a pit peacemaker, <clears throat> but uh, I think John Cena uh, portrays his character very well. You know, when they were in the village with you know, um, uh, fuck, uh, not Deadshot, but. Um, Idris Elba, Bloodshot, Bloodsport, Bloodsport. It is Bloodsport. Deadshot. That shows how much of DC fans we are. No, it's just it's easy to get them confused because they're the same motherfuckers. 
Um, so when they're going through the village and they're just killing all the people in the village and they find out those are the people they're supposed to be meeting up with is just like the funniest shit. So the chemistry with his character and the characters he's on screen with is always good in this movie. So him getting his own show with his own pet eagle, Eagly, is just good moments for sure. And then Vigilante is just the character that steals the show, in my opinion. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, Eric, what were your expectations for the show? We'll just kind of jump into that and just kind of talk about the whole season as a whole. You know, I didn't do a recap. Um, the finale, honestly, is the reason why I want to bring it up anyways. The whole season's great, but I think the finale, like, they did it really well as opposed yeah, to the fat. I agree. Um, my expectation for this was... I just, I don't know, dude. I didn't really have one. I, I wanted to watch it when I knew about it, and I was really excited that James Gunn was going to do it. Um, but, you know, John Cena's John Cena, and I didn't he was great in suicide squad. That movie was great, but I just didn't know, but fucking Hey dude, this shit is, I loved it. Every single episode was really good. The intro. Um, the intro. Yeah, dude. I watched it every time. Me too. I and I don't even like that song that much. I just liked the commitment from everyone and everyone. I mean, the guy that the freaking old man that's in there for like one or two episodes, even he's in there at the end and the freaking, um, the janitor as well. So the commitment on the um, actors levels to do that, that kind of stuff. I, I definitely was, I was into all that shit, dude. Um, but yeah, my, my expectations, it, it blew up my expectations out of the water, if you will. Um, because I just didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, it fleshed out the character of peacemaker. And I think one of the, mo- one of the characters I enjoyed most, well, vigilante was obviously one of the best characters of the show, but even at a bio, I thought by the end of the thing was, I liked her a lot, like as the character. I mean, yeah, everybody. She's cool. Hardcore and economos. Um, I mean, Mern was Mern. I mean, he was just. But Mern was cool, and then he died. He was he started cool. getting really cool, and then he died. Yeah. So, but yeah, dude. I mean, all the all the characters were great. Getting into the backstory of Peacemaker and how how he became Peacemaker. Um, I think the only thing about the show that I was like. Mm, Sorry, right. it was kind of the villain, I guess. Villains, um, the butterflies. That was the only thing where I was like, eh, "That's all right." But I guess having um, Robert Patrick play John's or uh, well, yeah, John Cena's dad, and kind of bringing that story kind of halfway through was really good too. Um, you know, I'm glad that they stuck to. <sighs> not that I care, but I mean, just kind of like they stuck to their guns on how they wanted to portray that character being as with the times that we live in, you know what I mean? You know, using specific words, using white, white, uh, or, um, you know, KKK type stuff and the Zeke Heil bullshit that they did, you know, um, I, I'm kind of happy that they stuck to that character because that's what he is. Right. They didn't really shy away from anything like that. So was happy about that just well, yeah the racial slurs towards the cop too yeah oh I mean, yeah i mean context matters and you know i think right. that when you commit to it and if you're gonna do it do it right and they did it mm-hmm. right i mean it i think so it means you hate the character the way he was hated by everyone else and you know and he built up that hate and then when he finally got killed by peacemaker it was like it was you pretty were, dope yeah you know it all felt like it really came together very well and I think that's why the show is good is it's very grounded too. like it doesn't try to be anything more than it has to be. And that's the thing about the show in general and the character in general. Mm -hmm. They're not there to 
to wow you. They're there to have a good time, bring this character's story to life from the comics, and they did just that. I mean, it's that that should be your expectation is to enjoy it, enjoy it, and have a good time. And and you're definitely gonna have that. And it's not like meant to be a comedy because DC is always dark. Like it's just like no, it's just these are how the characters are, and they wrote them perfectly. And I I really enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah, can we um can we touch on vigilante a little bit because vigilante off, is the shit yeah he remi- he i thought he looked semi-familiar or his voice or something so then i looked him up but i couldn't pin it i couldn't do anything with it and i and i guess my mind was just kind of going off on a tangent but the only thing i know him from was game of thrones and he was in like one episode he's in pitch perfect too so i recognize him from that yeah see i don't i didn't watch that I but think he's Heather, uh, like those movies or something. Okay, he's Sam. He's Sam's brother, which I'm yeah. sure you saw. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I don't even know if he talks in that damn yeah, show, I but I don't know. Yeah, I know. I but he his voice reminded me of somebody, so I had to look it up, right? Um, but that I mean, and I know it's writing and stuff, but it is part of partially the acting. I mean, the comedic timing in his face when he's being sarcastic and he's doing this and saying that, I mean, geez, that shit was fucking hilarious. And they're getting time. tortured and he's pinky's getting cut off. Uh, good job, Britain. Anyways, we had to take a quick break. Yeah, good job, Britain. <laughs> yeah. Fucking it up. Fucking Britain. Damn it. Uh, lock your fucking door, man. Do your fucking I job. locks on this door. I'm going to put one on here. <laughs> um, no, Vigilante's just cool as shit. He's outlandish, just sarcastic. And what I brought up before the break was like when they're getting tortured and the pinky's coming off, and and he just he just wants to be like uh, appreciated and beloved by Chris or you know Peacemaker. So he'll mm-hmm. do whatever it takes, even getting tortured. And it's just uh, man, the commitment to that. And like when you talk about the comedic timing and his voice, he kind of reminds me of like a different version of like David Cross a little bit. And I, I like that comparison because. David Cross is fucking hilarious and mm-hmm. you know he's in a bunch of video games and all of, you know his career itself you know it just it, they just remind me of that just really outlandish and um just a very well-written character who's a badass too and then he blows himself up with a nade but he's just walking around and you know he passes out while he's driving and steals their I mean just the shit this dude me, does yeah it's, let me ask you this wouldn't he um when they frame peacemaker's dad and he goes to jail and then vigilante <laughs> goes into jail like what were you expecting because i wasn't honestly i thought he was gonna get his ass beat and he fucking demolishes people i'm like hell yeah bro no, like, I, knew he, I knew he was gonna fuck people up but okay. i was waiting for this character to die and i was gonna be sad yeah. whenever it happened That's true. Uh, he almost dies like five times in this season so i was like god don't kill him he's too good um no i mean i didn't expect him to like fuck everything up but yeah he uh he fucked everyone up in that prison pretty easily too like it mm-hmm. didn't really um but that's like like that's what i like about him as a character and the way they write him you know i I haven't read the comics but you know the way they write him in the show he's like very committed to what he's doing though and he and he's very masterful about his skills right like he cares very much to do the best that he can do no matter what he's doing yeah where he's willing to kill freaking veterinarians that uh, (laughs) see his face and stuff We can't have them hostages. But, uh, we have to kill them. They know what I look like. Yeah, you yeah. work at a fucking restaurant. Bro, why do you got to tell them? Now I really have to kill them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude. There was a, just so many good moments in the show. I mean, even, like you said, I mean, just when I first saw the freaking intro, I was down for it. 
you know, the first episode was really good when they show Eagly, which is, I mean, it's really kind of a toss up of who's, I mean, I guess Vigilante's better, but I was going to say who's a better character, like Vigilante yeah. or e- e- Eagly. Um, but yeah, I mean, even like um, Steve, uh, Steve Agee's character, Economos. Yeah. He was good too. And I like Steve Agee. And then um, Harcourt, who's kind of freaking hot. Uh, Jennifer Holland's her name. Uh, She's super hot. Yeah, like even she was awesome. I mean, she's badass. They mean yeah, just- they, and I feel like, um, which is probably a testament to James Gunn because if you watch um, Guardians or probably any of his other movies that are um, have a giant uh, team, if you will, they all got a good. Um, they all got fleshed fair out. Fair share, well, yeah. They all got fleshed out in a fair share of time and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like I hate to put something on like one person's shoulders, but we've seen it now with three different like uh franchises so mm-hmm. to speak i just feel like james gunn is the master of making you like characters you don't give two fucks about like yeah he's, i mean he, think about know. even yeah i agree with you 100 think about suicide squad with the couple of characters that died real like real rat quick. catcher like what the f- yeah. oh yeah the oh yeah that died yeah, real yeah quick well, no, even that, catcher, yeah. who's uh, a fucking giant rat yeah king shark well no mm-hmm. that's weasel I mean, rat oh, catcher. I'm sorry, rat, yeah. Rat catcher, rat catcher was, was the, the chick, girl. which, yeah, I liked her too. I liked her a lot by the end. And then uh, even Bloodsport, I liked him more than Deadshot. And he really fleshed out and made those characters very clear how different they are. And I thought that was really badass. And he made Rick Flag way better than the first Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. And, you know, that's why it sucked even, that he died. Kind of even Harley Quinn. No, Harley Quinn was dope in the Suicide Squad. Like, I wasn't really looking forward to seeing her again, even though uh, Margot Robbie does a good job. Mm-hmm. I just feel like people weren't writing the character very well. But no, he, he did good with her, too. She was like loony, but not to the point where it was like, all right, just shut up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that at all. Yeah, it wasn't um, over the top. Yeah, thank you. It wasn't over the top. So I just feel like James Gunn really knows how to make you like characters that you haven't you didn't care to like, you know, like a fucking bald eagle sidekick, you know, like. <laughs> he gave so much character to eagerly i'm like this is this is just so cool um you know even the cops were cool you know we have that um the white cop you know the dude that's in everything that's in everything since the early late or late 90s and now um uh the asian lady i don't know her name but she's um and she's uh really uh um sorry i just got an xbox notification from somebody i don't, I don't even know it said nitrous king i'm like who are you that, th- that threw me off i'm not even online um yeah i've never seen her her name's annie chang i thought she, she did really good song detective song and then the one white dude that's in it freaking everything for the last 20 years lachlan monroe didn't even know his name but i was we know he's in everything yeah uh and then you got well, one of the one of the funny scenes too that like really knew, made me realize like this show's gonna be a like just a great season when he's going through the uh, hotel or I'm sorry the apartments after he kills the butterfly and then he like kind of takes the couple hostage but then the wife's like really into him you know <laughs> and the husband's yeah. like what the fuck <laughs> uh, and then the next episode he's in bed with her and vigilante, vigilante. <laughs> like they had a threesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's just um. This show is so perfectly stupid and creative and smart. I just I love so much about it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know the the finale was this week uh, or last week, as you guys will be hearing this. And I, I just thought it was really fun and it really wrapped things up pretty well. I still don't like these like small numbers taking on 
big numbers because we see we saw what one butterfly did. So if the whole compound's butterflies, I mean, are, are they really going to go down that quick? I mean, I don't know. Sonic boom, dude. Well, the sonic boom shit was cool because we we did see how powerful it was earlier in the season. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. some random thing that they just magically started doing. So that was, was cool. And the human torpedo was funny as shit. That was funny as shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he says it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she he just lands right into the the cow. Yeah, that. Well, that the first one was funny, but then the second one that you're talking about, like that took it to a whole new level. I'm like, he just said, "Fuck it, launch her into it." <laughs> that was pretty good too. Um. Yeah, yeah I think there it, was a lot going on with this that, that you know, um, fleshed out. Like I said, fleshed out all the characters. It was fucking funny. Introduced new characters like Vigilante and Eagly and um, you know, even Burn Harcourt. Yeah. Um, well, it took them and added them, you know, uh, depth to them from Suicide the Suicide Squad. So I think the show is just really good. But I think you touched on one thing too. It, the whole show because it's peacemaker but the whole show is grounded you know so it's not like you're watching like superman dudes and crazy shit um you know it's peacemaker so and I, to be honest with you i had a thought of this the other day um i thought john cena did really really good as a non-actor if you will oh yeah his acting was insane yeah it was i mean i thought he was fine in like suicide squad but i felt like in this he definitely had time to shine if you will you know because he's not an actor you know um i guess he's kind of acting when he's wrestling but even then no but like fast fast and furious oh, yeah, 10 for, fa- for family you know was like a really shitty film and i even thought he was shitty in it and then yeah. we, and then literally like a month later we saw suicide squad and we're like fuck he's so much better in this film mm-hmm, for sure so it also shows what happens when you have a great director and a great uh you know good um, writing writing and um and what you can do with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think like this character specifically, the dude can act like no doubt about it. Um, mm-hmm. Other characters. Well, we kind of don't know yet because like I said, fast and furious, the mm-hmm. dumbest fucking film franchise really didn't make him look good in that one either. No, which was another reason I was, you know, like uh, peacemaker. I mean, I wanted to see suicide squad, but, um, but peacemaker was one of the best parts of that movie as well. So I'm glad that, he got a, a show. I hope they do another season. Well, it, it oh. got renewed, I think. It did? Okay. Yeah, we'll have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it did. You know, the other thing I liked about the show is several times throughout the season, kind of sprinkled in there, they always talk about like the Justice League, Justice League or Batman, or the old guy calls him Batman. Um, and then um, I think your mute button's in front of the mic, isn't it? You can also press mute on the screen. You should be able to. Um, he was talking about Green Arrow in the season finale, and like they're kind of like making fun of Green Arrow, who's like my favorite DC hero. So that shit was funny. And then the season finale itself, after everything's said and done, you know, Carcourt's dying and everyone else is injured. Uh, Economos has his leg broken because he's stupid. Um, <laughs> the Justice League fucking shows up without yes, the, the yeah. Bat, so the, the Batman list Justice League. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like. Obviously, they showed just like the silhouettes. You know who it is, all four of them, right? And then I wasn't really expecting um, Jason Momoa and yeah, Jason Momoa and uh, Ezra Miller to to say anything. But that was pretty funny, especially oh, with the yeah. fu- whole fucking fishes and stuff that they kept talking about. Like, yeah, oh, he's like, I'm glad you can get here. I mean, you stop fucking fishes, and now you show up. <laughs> he's like, that's just a fucking rumor. And Barry looks at him. He's like, that's not just a rumor. He's like, fuck you, Barry. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that cameo was so good. That's another good way to do cameos. Just have fun with it. You know, don't take it serious. Yeah. yeah for sure. Like, you know, I am more of a Marvel guy now because of how good the MCU is, but I just think that's the thing about DC is like a lot of their stuff is like super so serious. It's, well, it's like it's cheesy and it's super serious. Well, that's the thing, right? Like the whole aesthetic of like some of their characters and their villains and the set pieces, like they're all cheesy, but then they're like taking it serious and it's like, eh. I mean, there's got to be a way to blend it. I don't know. Well, and that's why like the, the last Batman trilogy was so good, right? Because it wasn't cheesy. It was serious and it was it was a movie. You know, it wasn't like nobody says like, oh, this is just another comic book movie. And I think they could do the same thing with some of these. But I, I agree with you. You know, there's. I just remember watching Aquaman and like he had all these cheesy one-liners and Aquaman isn't like a horrible character. And I like Jason Momoa, but watching it, I was like, like, just no, dude, the the, the cheesy one-liners just were killing it for me. That's why I thought, I mean, and even he sucked ass too. Well, and that was, yeah. So I was going to say too, he had the same shit in justice league. Um, Not the Snyder league as much. I don't think. The Snyder cut made it like a little bit better, but because okay. Cyborg was in it like mm. a whole fucking 30 minutes more than normal. Right. So they they fleshed out like how they came to a solution of fighting off um, Darkseid. And I forgot the villain who basically sets everything up for Darkseid to show Steppenwolf. up. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Like they made it all make more sense. And then at the end, it's actually kind of fucked up when Steppenwolf gets betrayed or when he's getting killed, like you can see that he's like kind of sad that he's actually fucking dying. I don't know. It's actually pretty cool. There's cool moments, but I just think DC tries too hard. And that's why suicide squad and peacemaker are cool because they're like, yeah, we have really cool stories to tell, but we're going to have fun with it too. You know, or they do the Christian Bale fucking, you know, Nolan trilogy where they just don't worry about the fact that it is a comic book character. Like just make it a fucking movie. And then, you know, we can figure it out for ourselves, which is kind of like what the new Batman with Robert Pattinson looks like, kind of bringing it back to just let's just make a film with that's based off this material and have some fun with it. And it looks hardcore. It looks insane. So I'm really excited to see that. I hope it does good. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Peacemaker's dope. If you're listening to this and now you've been spoiled, I just thought about that again. Mm. <laughs> I forgot to say spoilers. I'll put spoilers Whoops. in the description of the episode, so it's it'll be clear. But eh. um, if you haven't watched it though, and you've heard us talk about it, go back and make sure you check it out. We there's a lot we left out, and which is kind of fine too. Um, but to see how we all the things we talked about, you know, played out, it's it's a lot of fun. There's um, there's some very funny moments. You'll be laughing out loud. Um, yeah, it's just it's a good show. James Gunn is definitely good at what he does. You know, Slither his uh his first few full film future film back in the day with nathan fillion was cool as shit too you know um i really like that film a lot um yeah is there anything else on peacemaker you'd like to say i mean we, we covered a shit ton and i forgot to see if there's a post-credit scene i just thought about that i didn't even bother to look crap i think there was and i forgot hmm. damn yeah i don't remember i think there was dude but whatever it is what it is they can everybody else can watch it <laughs> yeah no i think we like i said i think we touched on everything um i just thought everything was 
pretty freaking good, dude. I mean, I give it like a nine. I really enjoyed every episode. I enjoyed the characters, enjoyed the the new characters, and then everything they kind of did um, to get there. And I, I hope to do a season. Well, no, I did look after you talked. We talked about it. They are doing a season two, so um, so cool. You know, I think he. I think the other thing too is watching this kind of redeems a little bit for me anyway. Like, cause like you would agree, like he killed Rick, Rick flag. And I was like, fuck dude. Cause I, cause Rick flag was really good in suicide squad. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, you know, them picking up exactly where it left off and he's in the hospital, he gets out and all that stuff. And um, another thing John Cena did a really good job of is, you know, making us give a fuck. I think that's, that's Cena plus, um, you know, James Gunn and the writers and all them. So yeah, dude, I mean, I'm excited for season two and, you know, hopefully the other thing too, they had uh, Amanda Waller in it. I know they had mentioned her and I think the only thing you saw or heard was her voice until the last episode and she got thrown under the bus by her daughter. Um, but, you know, they showed her and, so I mean, just keeping the continuity about it about it all is is cool. So definitely excited to see what else they do um, or where else Peacemaker pops up. But I think they definitely got some a uh, little bit of gold on their hands. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Then we also have uh, the Kung Fu Master. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about Judo Master. The Judo Master. Yeah, he's funny as shit. He's so fucking awesome. That was funny. I don't know. I guess he was just obsessed with flaming hot Cheetos or what? Is that I what guess. It was? Yeah. He was just a cool character. So it'll be cool to see like what he does in season two. And then, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, eagerly always bringing him dead possums and shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Peacemaker is pretty funny. Uh, there's just a lot of like, just, just fun moments. I don't um, even touch on the music. Yeah. I like how yeah, they kept the, it the consistent. Rock- yeah with um like the hair metal stuff because that's what him and his brother used to listen to right so you know the whole every episode had music on top of the intro song um by wigwam or wigwam sorry wigwam. yeah i don't know why i said wham um <laughs> so i thought that was really cool but of course it's james gunn so of course there's music um he does that that what really good as well so uh, trying to think what else, man. Just yeah, well, I was all around. watching the rest of it. There's no post credits. There's no post. Okay, I thought there was. Um, so, yeah, no, it's just the overall good show. It's just different. It's fun. It wants to be its own thing. It's not trying to be MCU, yeah. you know, which is something I think is smart. Stop, you know, don't copy each other. Keep doing your own thing and creating your own, uh, you know, stories. And I like DC just fleshing out these characters that no one knows about, you know, and once again, James Gunn's also good about doing that, you know, bringing up comic book characters that no one knows about, you know, people knew about guardians, but they weren't fucking household names. And now look at them. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what would you rate the season one of peacemaker? And I give it like a nine, dude. I really thoroughly enjoyed every episode. Um, and I thought that, every new episode just got a little bit better every time. So I'm going to give it a nine. I'm also going to give it a nine. I I couldn't agree more. I think every episode kept making you want more and more. And uh, the season finale was extremely satisfying and really fun to watch and kind of unpredictable in some moments. 
Let me ask uh, you a question. Yeah. Did you think he was going to kill his dad? Because I didn't. Yeah, yeah, because it kept bringing up like you can see his character when he's in those moments um you know his body language like flashbacks he, yeah well the flashbacks are just when he's standing there you can just tell that he's like so fucked up over like everything that's happened in his past that they were going to continue to flesh out his history and kind of help him try to move on from it but it looks like at the end of episode uh eight that maybe season two will still continue him trying to get over the fact that he just killed his dad mm-hmm. but um yeah, no, I uh, I'm not too surprised. You know, he it had to be done, right? He has to kill his dad, or you know, to move on, and he doesn't want to just kill people just to kill them anymore. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's good character development from what we saw in Suicide Squad and from the beginning of this season. So pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm so, ready to see the next next season for sure. Yeah, no, it'll definitely be good. And then we have. Uh, <clears throat> Halo, the TV show coming out next month in March. We have oh Obi Obi One in May. Um, oh, we also the Rings have, of Power. We also have Rings of Power and Moon Knight. Um, Moon Knight should be pretty good. I think Moon Knight's gonna be great, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be especially great. when they they keep talking about. Um, well, we talked about it, of course, but they keep talking about like, oh, we didn't hold back and this and that. And, you know, this is gonna be more of a like. Um, um, brutal show. Sorry, I was trying to find the right words. Brutal because of the, the um the character, you know. So yeah, definitely a lot to look forward to there. And there is a lot of shows coming out this year. Yeah, there is quite a bit. I mean, I just was looking. Rings of Power. I'm not really looking forward to, but I'm still going to be, it, of course. We're gonna be fine. I mean, Obi Wan Kenobi, House Dragon, Lord of the Rings, Last of Us. We don't care about uh, Peacemaker's already done. She Hulk, Moon Knight, and Endor, Cyberpunk. I don't know. Uh, Star Trek. We're not watching Secret Invasion, Vikings Valhalla, Hot Halo, The Witcher, Blood Origin. So we got a lot of stuff. To- oh, Zootopia Plus. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. We got a lot of shit to talk about, dog. That's true. Hey, Max. Okay. Miss Marvel? Jesus. Sandman? They're not making a Sandman TV show. The Sandman. It's not the Sandman. It's a different Sandman. Like Marvel Sandman, though? No, I think it's... It might not even be DC. I think it is based off of a graphic novel. I could be wrong. Of a guy who turns into sand? Yes. Turns into sand. No, I don't think so. Here, let me read it real quick. Oh, there's a trailer. Well, okay, we can wrap it's this up. It's a Netflix up series. You can, you can finish that later. Uh, yeah, okay. so that's it for us uh, today on the It Just Works podcast. Eric, thank you so much for coming back on and talking some TV shows. Um, we'll be back on sometime this year again. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think we should definitely do all of them. So, Still at the Halo. Beginning. I'm so excited for Halo. We'll do Halo, and we still kind of have to continue the MCU, and we haven't done that yet. <laughs> Thor, we're still on Thor: The Dark World as a movie I had never watched. It's probably going to stay that way for a while, so we'll see how that goes. That's part of the problem. That is part of the problem because after Dark World, as things start to get really better, yeah, like a lot better. Um, yeah, because ready to die, Iron Man three. But anyways, all right. Well, that's it. Enough of the show tonight. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. 
And we will catch you next week with the Pokemon Legends RCS review. I'm almost at 70 hours on it. So a lot I'm to talk about there. Seven Eric's, minutes. Eric's at seven minutes. Hasn't even collect, uh, hasn't even picked his starter yet. He's really making some. No, Miles picked Cyndaquil. Oh, yeah, he did. Say that. Against my better judgment. Why? Cyndaquil's dope. I know, but I don't like his last form. He looks like he's got down. He's not. <laughs> he the Pokedex entry for that Typhlosion is that he helps uh, lost souls to the afterlife. That's why he's a ghost type. That's pretty fucking cool, if you ask me. Which makes him sad, and you can tell. Yeah, that's the point. Thanks. Anyways, thank you for listening to the It Just Works podcast. We'll see you guys next week. All right, thanks for coming on, Eric. Of course, anytime, buddy. All right. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.